Hi, my name is Chris Little, and I am the host of The Lifestyle Chase. In 2018, I started this show to have meaningful conversations. I've interviewed over a hundred different people, both in and out of the fitness industry. This podcast is something I'm incredibly proud of. Welcome to season four. Thanks for joining me. So we're going to switch gears here. Um, what you mentioned earlier is just like throughout your schooling, you had some psychology experience and it's not necessarily that that would be something that overtakes how you see everything, but I could understand how it helps you see things differently. Like with regards to connecting in the industry and with regards to reframing situations that maybe don't go your way on a day-to-day basis, like, uh, how do you see and navigate obstacles in your career um, through the lens that you have based on your past experiences? One thing I'll say is like, I, I kind of tell this to like people that, you know, I mentor and work with or um, even like my clients. I just say everything is like figure outable. And I'm not sure if that's like a, a word, but when I, you know, see someone doing the things that I want to do, I just get inspired. Like, I know that genetically we're not that different. You know, maybe we grew up with different circumstances, uh, different contexts, but I'm like, man, like someone that's human and I'm human is able to do that. And that inspires me so much. And it makes me realize like, they're probably doing something different that that I'm not doing currently, whether it's being more crafty, whether it's, you know, going out into the world, meeting different people, building these relationships. I just truly think that like, whenever we come through an obstacle, it's an opportunity to learn something that we haven't learned before. And I know if I want change, it's got to come with some resistance. It's got to come with some friction because it's, if it was easy, your body wouldn't detect it as anything different. Right. But when you encounter something, it's like, I think reframing it is the best way to do it. And I've done that constantly, like growing up as well. Um, You know, when I'm playing a sport or like doing something that if there's any sort of adversity or competition, normally I, 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 and I still feel the same way. Right. It's like, Oh man, like I don't want to look stupid or I don't want to choke, but reframing is like, Oh man, this is an opportunity to potentially showcase myself as an individual, or this is an opportunity to like, just compete at a different level. Um, even something as simple as, uh, giving a presentation in school. I remember I was giving like a biology presentation and I was like, cool, this is an opportunity to like practice public speaking. (laughs) I know it's probably to a group of college students that aren't listening, but everything is just an opportunity. And there's nothing to it. It's just an opportunity to practice patience until this time passes. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, with the last two years, um, I feel like all of us got like dealt a lot of opportunities, as you call it. I love it. I I love how you frame it that way, because that's kind of like that uh, mindset a person has to have to make the most of like what what is dealt to them. But if we zoomed into 2020, 2021, what are two um, opportunities and we'll like, uh, we will specify that these opportunities are things that you might have doubted yourself 
before you took them as opportunities? What are, what are two that kind of uh, stand out and became transformational for you? Oof. I think one has got to be kind of like with the content that I'm kind of curating currently, um, you know, creating content where I'm talking about my thought process and my philosophy. You know, it's one thing to kind of put out content and give examples of things that you do, but it's another thing to actually like vocalize it and speak it and explain it in ways that other people can understand. And 2021 was the first time where I've recorded live sessions. <laughs> and that was like terrifying because the one thing that is a struggle for me is like, there's people that follow me that I think are absolutely brilliant. And it puts me in a very vulnerable situation. Where I'm like, I'm going to put this out and it might be different from what other people are thinking. But I know that, you know, I frame it as this. It's a way to showcase people what rehab and physical therapy could look like if they've gotten something that was completely the opposite of what they needed. And I want to show people that, one, not every single healthcare provider is going to give you barriers or tell you you can't do things, you know. So definitely one big thing is that creating content where I'm speaking a lot. And I've never I've never always been a good speaker. I've had times where... Um, I was supposed to be a speaker in front of like 60 people and I completely choked and I didn't say a word. And I still think about that stuff from time to time, but I know like just reading books on it. And I know people always say, you can't read, you got to get into the trenches, but reading books is like a way to like access someone that's done it so many times. So there are a couple of books that I read about public speaking that, that definitely helped. Um, the other thing is I think making the jump you know, to like starting your own business it, and like thinking about whether you're ready or not and realizing that you're gonna fail so you might as well fail fast and learn to adapt opposed to waiting to create this you know very sterile perfect plan that hasn't faced any uh, situations that it, it, it wouldn't account for yet like I would rather build a framework let it fail me adapt the framework to those failures so that it can adapt to more situations. So now I just realized I'm like, I just got to get my hands dirty. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I want to highlight your content because I've like, I have shown your content to content creators and been like, this is, this is awesome. I want you to see this because it is just done so well. Um, and so I'll, I'll totally vouch for it. I think if anybody's listening to this, they should go follow you and see what you're putting out into the space because I think it's, part of many, many things that are adding to your momentum. But I like to know when a person's day one was. Like, when did you start working on that content? Like when, when were you first starting to uh, really delve into your own personal brand and making videos and uh, articulating yourself in posts? You mean, like, from the beginning of, like, social media? Like, why I started it? Or, like, um, when did I hit my stride? Let's say your stride let's let's focus on on your stride here because i could understand how we could be going back way way far if we talk about just social media in general yeah i had a um a boutique fitness company reach, reach out in new york city that wanted me to um create content for them this was like kind of after the pandemic was like slowly fading away and like the quarantine was uh not, not the pandemic quarantine was kind of slowly fading away and they had created like their own online programming platform and they wanted me to be like the rehab mobility part of it. 
and it was so funny because they're like, you got to submit an audition video. And I was like, an audition video? I've never done an audition video before. And it definitely didn't teach us in school. And that day I'm on my kitchen and I got an iPhone and I'm like talking about introducing myself, what I'm going to be doing for the platform and stuff like that. And it took like 50 takes. And it was, and after like the 50th take, I, I submitted to them. They're like, listen, this is pretty solid. Um, it ended up not being what I wanted, you know, having the autonomy to curate my own content. It was kind of like, these are some things we want you to talk about. So afterwards, I, I realized I was like, man, the next skill that I really need to develop is being able to speak because that's a skill that is never going to go, you know, out of style. Like people are always looking for people that can confidently speak within their regarded field. So that time I was swamped already. I was seeing like 30 to 40 sessions a week and doing a bunch of other stuff as well. And I remember one day I had a 12 hour day and it was almost back to back to back to back. So I ended up finishing from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. I had called my best friend, Alan. I'm like, dude, we're going to take content to the next level. And I want to like do things like, which is, that's just different from what's being produced currently on Instagram. So we came in and the funny, no one really knows the story, but we started recording around like 8.30 cause he had just got this crazy lighting system. So we started recording around 8.30. So from 8.30 to 9.30, I was actually doing pretty good. We had like four videos and I was like, this is awesome. I'm like, let's, let's take a break. Take a break. He's like, I'm just gonna listen to the sound quality on a computer. So he uploads it. So it's around like 10 o'clock, he, he uploads the video. He's like, dude, I'm like, what happened? He's like, we got a problem. The sound was off. <laughs> I was like, so I just did a 12 hour shift and then we recorded for like an hour and then those videos were gone. And the four videos that were recorded weren't like the ones you kind of have now, which are like 30 seconds. It was like very intricate because I was introducing uh, an online training thing we we're doing and I was introducing some like more complex tutorials. So we recorded up until 1 a.m. <laughs> and I think I got like 10 to 15 videos out of it. And I was like, dude, don't worry about it. It's in the past. Let's just forget about it. Let's just get some good energy going. Like we, we can, don't worry about it. Like I can still record till like 1 a.m. We'll figure it out. And ever since then, um, I kind of realized like one, people really enjoyed that kind of content. And for me, it's like, yeah, you can curate content for yourself, but you're really kind of curating content for your community. So since then, now I'm uh, fortunate enough to work with two different content creators and we meet every week and I'm just trying to produce as much content as I can and provide as much value as I can because there's people all over the world that struggle with these little things and struggle with beliefs, thoughts. And I just want to make sure that everyone has access to just quality information. I love that. So I hope that uh, people like take the time to look at that further because um, with the changing landscape of our industry as a whole, um, it's in everybody's best interest to like look at what their next step is. Like I know I'm really good friends with a uh, content creator. Shout out to uh, Chan Rin of Vivid Ribbon. So if you aren't following Chan Rin, follow him there. I just wanted to give him that shout out because honestly, throughout my training career, he has helped me so much and I think he deserves to be spoken highly of and um he's actually been on the show so people can learn more about him but all of that aside we're going to transition into the next topic that we're going to cover